Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. And today we're going to explore how digital transformation accelerates drug discovery with Dell partner NVIDIA. And our guests are Mr. Rory Kelleher, who's a global business development lead for healthcare and life sciences with NVIDIA, and Thomas Henson, who's a global business development manager for AI and analytics within the Unstructured Data Solutions Group at Dell Technologies. How are you doing today, fellas? Doing great. Thank you, Bruce. Excited to join, Bruce. Thanks for having me on. And thank you both very much for being on the podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your backgrounds, please? And Rory, why don't we start with you? Yeah, thanks, Bruce. So I've spent close to 15 years working at large technology companies, and my focus has always been on helping technology and business leaders learn about and adopt newer and cutting-edge technologies to address their business needs. I've been with NVIDIA for four years, and these days my role is to deeply understand the problems that the industry is up against and help apply NVIDIA-powered AI and analytics solutions towards opportunities from accelerating drug development and genomics research to improving member engagement with big insurance companies. So excited to chat with you today, and thanks again for having me. And Thomas, some of your background, please. I've been part of Dell Technologies' Unstructured Data Solutions team for over five years. My focus is really around AI and analytics. So I started off as a software engineer, working through AI and analytics and building out some of the first Hadoop clusters. My background is in just helping in that community and seeing, okay, what kind of outcomes can AI and analytics help solve? Rory, let's start with you. And you mentioned a little bit about this in your bio. What are the general trends you are seeing in the world of drug discovery today? Most drug hunters and pharma execs would agree that how drug discovery has been done in the past is it's becoming unsustainable. And so there's this largely publicized trend referred to as E-Room's Law, which is basically R&D productivity has been declining at the inverse rate of Moore's Law for the past several decades. And this is despite more and more financial and human capital being thrown towards drug research and drug development. And so the bottom line is, this is the big challenge in pharma today. Drugs are harder and harder to develop. And because of that, costs are just astronomical. And so pharma executives and investors, they're all asking, how can I reduce my risk? Or how can I improve my likelihood of success? Because they realize if we can reduce the number of failures, even by 10%, that's likely hundreds of millions of dollars in cost avoidance and a reduction in the time it takes to get effective therapies to market. And so this is the big opportunity that pharma has, which is if the low-hanging fruit of successful drugs have already been picked up, what do we need to do differently to gain new insights? What can we learn from other industries around how they've used tools like data analytics and artificial intelligence to digitally transform how we develop drugs? Rory, staying with you, you mentioned a little bit about technology. Could you expand on some of the technology trends that we're seeing that are helping to support today's drug discovery? Now that the value of big data and analytics is becoming well understood in pharma, we're seeing a new paradigm start to take shape around this concept of data-driven drug discovery, where the use of big data and analytics and machine learning can accelerate the discovery and the creation of novel therapies. So there's been this big-time investment that's gone into the pharma startup ecosystem, and most of these pharmas, most of these startups have built their companies at this intersection of hardcore science big data, and AI. And we're even starting to see many of the big pharma companies positioning themselves as data science and medicine companies, not just drug companies. 
So those are two early indicators that this data-driven path is a trend that's likely to continue. One of the first steps of becoming data-driven is building these massive data sets that you can mine and look for patterns within. And we've seen an absolute explosion of biomedical data over the past several years. What are some of the sources of this new data, Rory? Things like cryo-electron microscopes are generating three petabytes of data virtually every day. As sequencing costs have fallen, sequencing data is doubling every seven months. And most, if not all, of the top 20 pharma companies are investing in single-cell sequencing technologies, which is incredibly data-intensive. Approaches like high-content imaging, which are used to understand how cells react to a particular disease state or compound, is an increasingly useful tool. Data growth is just incredible, and the organizations that know how to analyze and mine these multi-modality, multi-omics data sets are going to be the winners in this new age of drug discovery. Thomas, turning to you, Rory mentioned all this new data that's being created. I wanted to get your perspective from the AI and analytics side. What's your sense of new technology trends supporting drug discovery from that perspective? When we start to look at artificial intelligence and specifically deep learning, we're seeing a trend here of using all that data that Rory was talking about and being able to analyze it and being able to go all the way from diagnostics to drug discovery. And if you think about it just from a human genomic perspective, all of our genes are unique and they're vastly complex and they're filled with data. And so as these data sets continue to grow, how do you make sure that you're able to analyze it and you're able to get useful data? Just think about data and being able to use that data back into your human capital and your subject matter experts to be able to create new drug discoveries and feed that pipeline up. And another question for both of you, I want to get both your perspectives on what are the challenges in creating all this data, these new trends? And Rory, why don't we start with you? Obviously, the first challenge that can't be overstated is that the fields of biology and chemistry, they're really hard fields with very, very difficult problems in each of them. In the chemistry space alone, there's said to be 10 to the 60th possible combinations of druggable molecules. And that's more atoms than there are in the known universe. And then, as Thomas was just saying, each human genome has 3 billion base pairs. And we're sequencing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of individuals in some cases, and then trying to mine that data for meaningful insights. Even then, say you've done everything right from in silico screening to in vitro testing, we still don't know what's going to happen when you introduce that drug into the human body. Biology is such a hard problem. It's still one of the biggest mysteries that we have. But this data-driven approach is giving hope because machines have the ability to make sense of massive data sets that would just be too much for any individual scientist or researcher to make sense of. And tools like machine learning and deep learning to identify patterns and features within these data sets that could be indicative of what genes are expressed and that might be causing the disease or what types of molecules might bind with certain target proteins. These are all things that are challenges but also opportunities. Those are some staggering numbers, Rory, and it sounds like we need some serious horsepower to get through all those computations. What other challenges are drug companies facing? The other big challenge that drug companies are faced with, obviously, is recruiting and retaining the data science talent to help drive this transformation of drug discovery. I think many of them are starting to figure this out now and are starting to pair up computer science expertise with biology or chemistry subject matter experts. Both groups have to try and learn the language of each other's subject matter experts and become bilingual in each other's fields. To do this type of integrated multi-omics R&D on the size and scope of data sets that we're talking about, organizations are limited by the amount of compute resources that they have access to. 
And so one of the key things we're focused on here in NVIDIA is making sure that organizations have the amount of compute that's needed to run some of these massive, massive simulations or train these models that are going to help them glean insights. And Thomas, turning to you, can you expound on some of the challenges, again, processing all this data from the AI perspective? I would break it down into three different key points. So first, you've got these large data sets. How do you make sure that you can analyze it? How do you make sure that running one of these models doesn't take weeks and weeks and have to continue to iterate through that? So you want to be able to store that data in a fashion that it can be processed quickly. Second is the scale. So we talk about drug discovery starting small, but as the drug moves through its own life cycle, how do you make sure that as more data comes or as more data comes in from the expansion of that drug, how do you make sure that you have a system where you can continue to add that data? And then third, one thing that's commonly overlooked is you have these large data sets. Well, how do you make sure that you can index and find the data sets and have it tagged? I was reading a book called The Breakthrough about the history of immunotherapy. Think about it from their challenge. How do we make sure that we're sharing information from drug discovery or clinical trials that have gone on? And are there data sets in there? And if you're in a system where you're, you're data scientists, where the challenge of making sure you have those talented individuals in your area, how do they have access to this data in a fashion that's really searchable? So when you start to look at petabytes and petabytes of data, how do you make sure that you can search through it to find the relevant information for your specific trial? Rory, I have a rather basic question for you, and maybe this is some of my trying to learn how this process works. Can you break down the end-to-end drug discovery process for us? It's not necessarily all that basic. There's a lot of technologies and approaches that go into this end-to-end process, if you will. But I just recently saw this great article online that a chief scientific officer of a major drug company published in Nature, and he distilled the drug discovery process down into a very simplified approach. Crack the biology, pour on the chemistry, and next-gen approach to development, which is basically doing everything you can to get these medicines into the hands of the patients. I'll focus on kind of cracking the biology and pouring on the chemistry because I think that's where some of the early R&D work is actually done. So cracking the biology basically means if we don't understand the biology behind why this disease is happening, we're going to have a very difficult time actually building a drug that's going to make a difference. This is where genomic sequencing plays a huge part in to understand the causal basis of the disease or microscopy imaging and high-content cell imaging to extract the phenotypes or the characteristics and measurements of cells affected with a certain disease. And there's obviously things like protein structure prediction and protein imaging, all of these steps that try and inform us on why the body is reacting the way that it is. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two, where Rory completes his description of the drug discovery process. Rory and Thomas explain what technologies accelerate the process and discuss what technologies NVIDIA brings to the party, how Dell and NVIDIA work together to accelerate drug discovery, a customer example, where to find more info, and final thoughts.